So, you know, when you're going through this pain, don't try to avoid the pain. Whether I don't care if it's a relationship, I don't care if it's a friendship or something that happened at work. If you're really down at this moment or you're going through a divorce or anything like that, you have to go through that pain. You have to deal with that. And if you don't deal with it, you won't never really get to the root of the problem. You have to go through this pain to realize who you are. You have to change. You have to manifest. And to manifest, you know, sometimes it's not all sunshine and rainbows like you think it and expect it to be. And sometimes God is going to do what he's going to do. And the universe is going to work the way it's going to work. And all you can do is accept it if you're willing to change and if you're willing to grow. And you have to be ready for these things to be removed. And it's painful. It's like, you know... Good morning, guys. What's up? It's me, Noah. And as always, I am extremely excited to be joining you here, Noah Online, the podcast. Today's episode is our last installment of the series Significance. I am extremely thrilled about this. I am overjoyed. I feel both elevated. Shout out to Sierra. Um, I feel accomplished. I feel good about myself. Um, Because I started this series to challenge myself with consistency. Um, A big part of my not being consistent with certain things um, is directly correlated to my self-esteem and my insecurities when it comes to the work that I do um, and the projects that I put out because I'm always comparing myself. And so I thought, what better way than to challenge myself into starting a series, completing a series... And then moving from that. And in in doing so, I've learned so much about myself. I've been able to expose myself in some ways. I've learned a lot from other people. I've heard the voices of other people. And it's been awesome. Um, But before we get into that, you guys were just listening to um, Nourish the Soul, the podcast. You can find it on Spotify. I'll have the link in my bio. It's Nourish underscore the E being replaced by three underscore soul. Um, the podcast host and producer, Courtney, is my best friend, my brother, my spiritual confidant, my better half, um, platonically. Don't try it, y'all. And the episode that we were listening to is titled Let Go, Hurt, and Pride. And I'm listening to this episode today only because I'm constantly learning how to let go. I'm constantly learning how to sacrifice pun intended, we'll be talking about that today. That's our title, Sacrifice. Um, but I'm always learning to sacrifice the things that I've gone through and the the hurt that I've experienced. Ooh, sorry, my voice cracked. <clears throat> and so I'm re-listening to this episode, and this is an episode for, from some time ago. Um, but I do encourage you guys, when you get a chance, you can subscribe to Courtney's podcast via Spotify. His link is in his bio. Again, it'll be in my bio of this episode. So let's get right to it. Today's topic is sacrifice. And it's the last episode because everything that we've talked about up until this point is a huge portion and it requires a part of us to sacrifice a lot. And we get very selfish and we kind of find ourselves trying to buckle down, but then we want to compromise and we we fail to realize the importance of sacrificing now that we may have an abundance later. And this particular topic, I think for me and a lot of my friends, a lot of people that I that I that I that I uh, that I 
converse with or I'm connected to in some way, we find it to be one of those things that's almost um, natural. Like we know what's going to happen. We know how to prepare ourselves for it. Um, we see it coming. We, we, we see the benefit in it. But we oftentimes get distracted because we are so caught up on instant gratification and um, not necessarily looking a certain way to our peers or trying to keep a facade up or, you know, there, there are a plethora of things that we are entwined in and we don't want to go without or we don't want to seem like we're not being a good friend or, you know, um, we like eating out. I do. I love drinking Starbucks or I know I should work out three times a week and sometimes I'll do it two times a week or maybe one time a week or not at all because I want to do something else. But we'll talk about sacrifice and we'll talk about the benefits of it and, and how you can go about it. And I'm hoping that this particular episode ties everything together and, and it explains it in a way where we understand that sacrifice isn't about going without. Sacrifice really is about challenging yourself to be the better version of yourself, to understand the benefit of certain things or be able to prioritize correctly, be able to plan accordingly. Um, it really is about you. It's about putting you first. So first portion of sacrifice that I want to talk about, and it's, it's kind of one of those emotion, emotion things, emotional things. And our friendships, our relationships, um, the connections that we make throughout the day, people that are in our lives, that come in and out of our lives, people we don't even pay attention to. When it comes to these things that I, and I've learned over time, and I've, I thank God that you know I love reading and I can read through experiences, and um, you have um, individuals like Gandhi and Frank Conroy who wrote Body and Soul. He talks about the conviction of uh, the flesh and how you can um, push that away. You have um, authors like um, Philip McGraw, uh, Dr. Phil. You also have um, Russell Simmons, Hill Harper, who I always talk about. They talk about the sacrifice in personal and, and romantic relationships. You would be amazed at how connected you are to people and how that connection can either drain or motivate you and if you haven't paid attention enough or you are or you're not simply aware of who you genuinely are connected to take an audit of your friendship your circle of people that you hang around um the relationships that you have your relationship with your family that you have these things are draining these things they can either encourage you or drain you you what you talk about on a daily basis are you being um, elevated? Are you being poured into? Are you being educated? And if you're not, these things start taking from you and they start, they, they slowly start um, overshadowing who you are and what you should be doing. And so the sacrifice in that is understanding that you can walk away from people. You can limit your interaction with people. You can be mindful of the conversation that you engage in. My brothers and I, or I won't say my brothers and I, my baby brother, Eddie, and I, we were talking about this yesterday and how when I moved to New York City, at some point I made it a point to remove myself from family interaction. I removed myself from friendships. 
so did he. He went to the military. He ended up moving to Belgium. And this is at a point where he decided it just wasn't beneficial to be in contact with family. It was way too emotional. It's because when you've done something great with yourself and you kind of push through the weeds of life and you've pushed through the concrete, you get to that point of what feels like success, what resembles success. People are like vultures. They expect you to be there at their beck and call. They expect you to pick up your phone every five seconds. They are expecting you to um, willingly give a handout. Um, And not just financially, in any form, any facet. And we do. We do it with, um, with pride because we're at a position where we can now help. And I think no matter who you are as an individual, no matter what kind of mindset you have, the moment you are in position to be able to help, it is exciting. But then eventually it stops being exciting because it becomes an obligation. Because you're made to believe, because you've reached a, a certain level of success, that you're required to help. And specifically from family. Family, I think, will reach out and expect more from you than anyone else in the world. And they usually know your situation better than anybody else. Or they choose not to acknowledge it. So, if you are an entrepreneur, if you are a student who recently moved to a new city, if you moved to a new city, period, you're in a new relationship, whatever have you, there is no harm. In walking away from family momentarily or permanently, there is a part of you that needs to be able to be isolated from anything that holds power over you. And whether we want it to or not, family tends to have the, the, the ties between us tend to be extremely heavy and extremely strong. And it, it in some ways will put us in a position where we feel obligated to do and do and do even when we don't have So that sacrifice now, walking away and being able to do for yourself, you're able to teach yourself the power of no. You're able to teach yourself um, moderation. You learn how to give to yourself first. And there's there's a segment of Oprah um, and Yvonne Yvonne Lazan. I say her name always wrong. Um, Why am I saying her name wrong completely? Anyway, y'all know who I'm talking about. She and Oprah are sitting on a sofa and they're talking and... Um, why am I literally forgetting her name? Anyway, she says something along the lines, and I'm paraphrasing. She talks about um, being able to give out of abundance. So there's this scenario where, let's say you're pouring water into a glass. You're pouring water into an empty glass. You're pouring this water and everything that lands safely in this glass belongs to you. This is you educating yourself. This is you loving yourself. This is you putting away money for retirement. This is you putting away money for investments. This is you starting a business. This is you falling in love. This is you building a friend circle. This is you moving to a new city. This is you finding God. This is you... You know, buying a new puppy. This is you buying a new car. This is you finding your career choice. This is you getting into your career choice. All of these things. You're pouring in this glass. This is, this is pouring into you. And then your glass starts to pour over. You are too full. You are at capacity. 
And so things are still flowing. The money's still coming. Job is doing well. Promotion comes out of the blue. You, your relationship is blossoming. You are falling in love. You are getting engaged. You are getting married. You are having children. You are traveling the world. You are shopping like nobody's business. You are buying Louis, Gucci, Fendi, all of this. You are buying a home. You are buying a new car. You are putting your child through college. This is an overflow. And that overflow is what you give out of. That is what you can give. That is what you can consider your obligation. You can continue to give so long as your cup is being poured into. But if you're not overflowing, then anything coming in, it honestly is yours. So we have to remember that when we're talking about dealing with family and dealing with friendships, it is okay to walk away. Friendships can be very tainted. Friends are here to cheer you on. They are the family you get to choose, but friends become jaded. Friends become toxic, just like family. And it gets aggressive. It gets intense because friends tend to be the people we, we depend on the most. And I've learned over the years, um, and I've talked to people about this, and there's been situations, there are current situations in my life where I'm learning that I have to walk away from individuals and you have to be encouraged to do the same. People are seasoned. People come into your life for a reason. You may have been going through a really crazy breakup or, you know, a, a job loss or, um, again, moving to a new city or starting a new job or... Um, starting a new relationship or you're getting ready to buy a home or you're starting a business and there are people who are specific or um, directly specified for this season in your life and they come along to provide support. But we get lost in that support and we somehow become connected for a lifetime. And I'll give you a great example. I met a guy when I first moved to New York City. It was rough, but this particular person came along at the right opportune time. I needed to feel great about myself. I needed to feel good about the city that I was in. And I needed to be reminded of who I was and what I was doing. This person naturally came into my space. And for some reason just had this gun hole for who I was and, and motivated me for who I, who I needed to be. And reminded me on a very consistent basis that I was doing what I was called to do. And, I, and when I was doing it, I felt good. And the city that I'm in was where I needed to be. And it me I it was just it was just natural and constant. So when I needed that, it was there. And then when I didn't need it anymore, I still held on to the relationship. I still held on to the friendship. And as the years passed, we started arguing more. It started getting a little bit more intense. It started becoming this 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 job at working at this this friendship because either I didn't feel satisfied or they didn't feel satisfied. They felt like I was exceeding a little quicker than they were. And this is the city that they grew up and lived in. I was doing what they had been doing for so long. So then it became that conversation of who was better than who. We went for the same internship and I happened to get it with them. At the end of the internship, I was kept on. They were let go. Like It became this battle. And it was sad because I didn't understand why. And oftentimes we never see why things are going south. We pay attention to the arguments, we pay attention to the tension, but we didn't we don't understand why is this person who was in my corner now technically my biggest enemy. 
And it's not that they're your enemy. It's their, their time expired some time ago. It's like milk. We buy milk. It has an expiration date. We're supposed to use it by that date. And if we don't, it smells. It gets clumpy. It's, an, it's extremely toxic. It's hard to consume. It's, it's not supposed to be consumed. But you pour it in your cereal anyway. And it tastes disgusting. You see the foulness of it. But you try to ignore it. And you try to take that spoon to the mouth. And it is just disgusting. And you spit it right back out. And you do it again. That would be insane. It's similar to relationships. Similar to friendships. And romantic relationships. We've got to learn to be able to walk away. And sacrifice that feeling of needing of needing people around or being connected to people or that everyone that comes in our life is supposed to be here forever. Like That's a hard truth to understand. That there are people who come into our lives who are supposed to be on this journey for the rest of our lives and then there are people specifically here for a moment. That sacrifice in itself can be depleting Because you get tired of always having to make new friends. You get tired of having to introduce yourself again. Because you have this guard up. You finally get to a point where you can let it down. And then it has to go back up. That's exhausting. But it's a sacrifice necessary in order for you to become the best version of yourself. It's a sacrifice necessary for us to continue to proceed with our lives and develop our lives and get to that point in which we are completely comfortable, satisfied, and in love with who we are, in love with where we're at. And I take that silence because it's a constant reminder. And I get emotional when I talk about it because I've met some amazing people along the way in my journey and I've mourned a lot of friendships very often because a part of being awake and in the know of who you are is understanding the energies in which you surround yourself with. It's understanding when this shift takes place. And the older I get, the wiser I get, and I think the more in tune I get with who I am, it's easy for me to identify this person no longer serves a purpose. And I feel like shit when I say that because everyone serves a purpose. Just everyone doesn't serve a purpose in my life. And I love, and I love hard, and I love the people that I connect with. And I'm sure you do too. Um, But I believe in going through this like a warrior. You go to battle, and you may have a love for people, and a love for connection, but you've got to slay the enemy. And when I say slay the enemy, you've got to know when to shut down. You've got to know when to cut it off. You've got to know when to cut the head off and continue. Tears or no tears, you need to move on. So if you haven't already, take a, take a look at your, your, your surroundings. Take a look at family interactions and the friends that you were connected with or the relationship that you were in. Is it showing of benefit Be very frank about this. It sounds selfish. It sounds a bit egotistical. But that's life. Even Jesus himself 
had to step away from his disciples at some point. Take a look at your life and the friendships that you surround yourself with, the family that you are interacting with on a daily basis. Is it serving a purpose? Does it encourage you? Does it educate you? Does it push you to be a better version of yourself? Is it a constant back and forth of this is what I'm doing? How can I do this better? Or I saw you do this, but I think you can do this better. It needs to challenge you. And if it's not doing that, if it's not propelling you forward, if it's not, you know, positioning you to be better, then you've got to take tax and rather not, is this going to be beneficial in the long run? Or am I going to spend the next six to a year in a friendship that I feel suffocated in? Or I feel like I'm not celebrated. Are your friends saying, oh, that's good for you? Because I hate that. And that's a sign of that's a sign of a jaded friend or a jaded family member. Oh, that's good for you. No, that's good for us. What's good for the goose is good for the gander. When my friends succeed, I'm excited as if it was happening for me. And I talk like it's me. Girl, we about to blow up. And it's in a joking manner when I do it, but I'm like, you be about to blow up. You about to be able to buy me a Celine. That's me celebrating their win and acknowledging that they put this work in. And I've been some kind of asset in being a constant reminder or a push or a love or a hug or a phone call. And it's vice versa. Those are the friendships that I celebrate. Those are the friendships that I'm going to go to bat for. And those are the friendships that you should be acknowledging and feeding into and feeding every day. The same thing for family. It's a difficult topic, I know. And not everyone shares those those sentiments of walking away from family or that people have time frames and, exp- and expiration dates. They do. Everybody has an expiration date. Not death-wise. Time frame. So just think about that, and I'll double back on that. But let's talk about some simple sacrifices but that are major sacrifices. And I'm talking about finance, uh, relationships, um, career, health, um, spiritual sacrifice. These are things that we all are working on and I think we all know about them and we're conscious that they need to happen, but we don't do it. We don't pray or meditate when we need to. We don't feed ourselves on a daily basis. We don't remind ourselves to connect with our higher power. We're not eating as healthy as we need to. We know that we should. I went and bought salads yesterday. I didn't buy no meat. I didn't buy any dressing, only um, olive oil. And um, apple cider. I checked in with my doctor. Um, You know, I check in with myself emotionally. My career, I literally, you know, I I went from being full-time to part-time. You know, I I now devote full-time to my my career, my, my IA management and the online store. Like, I'm focused on those things. These are places where... We have to consistently make sacrifices because if we're always comfortable, then we're not going to get that far. No, it doesn't feel good to exercise every goddamn day. But we need to. We should be. 
because we ch- we cherish our bodies. You may have to stop drinking Starbucks and eating out and eating ramen noodle soup or cooking in. Because that money needs to be set aside if we're going to be financially responsible. If we're going to buy that house or we're going to move out of the city or we're going to travel the world or we're going to start that business. Like we know what to do. You know what to do already. And it's not always easy making that decision. But if we're thinking about the long-term outcome, then we're not exactly phased by the immediate decision that needs to happen right now. We, will, we know we need to do it, so we should do it. And if we think about, well, I'm not going to get results today, or this is not going to benefit me today, or I can do it tomorrow, no. Because if you do it today, then you give yourself ammo to do it tomorrow. And I'm saying this to you guys and listening to myself because I should have got my behind up and ran this morning and I didn't run. But I think sacrifice is an easy conversation to have. It's just a tough one that we that we tend to have because we're so selfish. We're so self-centered. We're, we're, we're so eager for instant gratification. We're so, we're, we're so proud of being able to satisfy ourselves in the moment the future requires an investment that investment just happens to be titled sacrifice putting money in your savings is a sacrifice from today i may not eat a burger i may only have a sandwich or i may make my lunch every day for the next six months because that money needs to go into a savings i'm not going clubbing every day i'm not going out to a club to drink or a bar to drink i'm not eating out at restaurants with my friends because I need what I need to happen. But you know this already. Listener, you know this already. This really is one of those things where we can have this conversation a thousand times. Internally, we've already had it. I'm just simply having this conversation outwardly with you guys. There is no science to sacrifice. There is no mathematical equation to sacrifice. There is no right or wrong way to sacrifice. And I hate that I say that, but it's true. I'm like, no, no, it kind of is. And like, no, there really is no wrong way because every day we make a sacrifice. It's just how aggressive are you with those sacrifices? Are you are you negotiating with yourself? Are you compromising with yourself? Is the compromise necessary? I'm just at a point in life where I probably, I'm harder on myself than anybody else. When I procrastinate, a part of me wants to cry. I'm just like, fuck, this is, this is why you're not successful, Noah. This is why you're not living up to par because you are not doing what you need to do right now. Like when I sometimes I go running and I'm like in full on tears because emotionally I'm out of whack and I, my feelings are hurt about something and I may miss somebody or I may miss my friends or I miss my family or financially I'm just in a turmoil. I'm just like, God, why this keeps happening? But I'll go running or I'll get up and write or I will read a chapter. I'm going to do something that's going to move me forward no matter what the mood I'm in. Or how I'm thinking about the day or what's happening. I need to do something. And that's what I mostly want to want to do in this conversation is encourage you to do 
something that's moving you forward. If it's saving $5 a day, or you read a chapter in a book today, or you send an email to someone that you've been afraid to connect with, or you make a date to, to, to um, do a project, or you commit to traveling to another city, or you commit to reconnecting with someone um, in your family or your friendships, or you could, whatever it is, you want to go back to school, whatever it is, every day you should be doing something that requires sacrifice that will benefit you long term. Let's stop thinking short term and let's think long term about this. I am 30 years old. By 35, I know exactly what I want to have had to achieve. Or have achieved, rather. And I'm working toward those things. And it's not to say that we won't accomplish all of them, but I'd be goddamn if I don't accomplish all of them by 35. These are reasonable goals. They require fight. They require sacrifice. They require long hours. They require every day. They require my attention. And I'm going to do that. And I want you to do the same. I want you to be focused. I want you to be driven. I, I encourage you to be, to be zoned in. Ignore the noise. It's okay to stay in. It's okay to tell your friends, no, you can't go out. It's okay to be eating ramen soup. If I'm eating ramen soup for the next five years and I turn around, I can buy me the house of my dreams. Baby, it was worth it. It may feel disgusting now. But I'm going to feel real nice when I'm in this luxury home. Okay? But that's me. And you are you. And you know what's best for you. But you know I'm right. Because you've already had this conversation with yourself. Your mama, your daddy, your grandma, your your cousin, they already had this conversation with you. So think about this every day. And this conversation is really fluid. Sacrifices have to be made. You dictate those sacrifices because you know your goals. Just focus on them. Zoom in on them. Create accountability circles. I love my brothers for us having our accountability circle and we talking about things ever so often and we being completely real with one another. My best friend, Crystal and Joanna, are like no other. They literally will call me out on my shit, but they celebrate me like nobody's business. I'm good for calling out all of my friends. If you are not up to par, then we have a conversation because everyone knows I'm about work. I literally love being able to recreate something. I don't have dreams of working for somebody else for the rest of my life. I want to make some moves. I want to make noise in industries. I want people to know that I am here to make change and impact black lives. I'm here to impact all lives. And I'm going to make something of myself. I'm going to make sure that God gets the glory at the end of my life. When I leave this earth, I want to have shaken this earth so roughly, so intently that I leave it changed. So I'm working at that every day and part of that is working on me. So the sacrifices will be made. Guys, I love you. I thank you for listening to this series. I know it wasn't the best curated series. It wasn't completely scripted. I really just went from the heart and I hope that someone benefited from it. Out someone was encouraged. I hope that you guys loved it or liked it or semi-liked it a little bit. Feel free to share any and every episode. Your listening is just, it's, it's, it's important to me. It matters. And I pay attention to those of you that are listening and sharing and commenting. 
I love you all. Thank you so much for listening on SoundCloud. Thank you for listening on Apple iTunes. Guys, thank you so much. Um, I want you to be the best version of yourself. And as my tagline goes, be epic. And in order to be epic, we need to be in tune with who we are. You need to love you on a daily basis. And loving you requires discipline. It requires respect for yourself, respect for your dreams, and respect for others. The moment you are able to pour into yourself, you are able to manage who you are. You are able to be in tune with self and be aware of all things that you were working on within self. Makes it easier to go into the world and make this beautiful change that we are so in dire uh, need of. So just remember, love on you, love on somebody else, make someone else smile, inspire someone, guys. Okay? They start to get a little jealous. And sometimes they don't see it. And they show it to you. And if you got a good, you know, a good energy where you can tell how people vibe is or good intuition, you could you can catch those things. And that's what I did. I caught some of that from my friends. But, you know, I still have some good friends. Don't get that get it twisted. Uh, about two to five. <laughs> and that's good. Shoot, that's a blessing. Shout out to Jonathan, Courtney, Bernie. Y'all call him Courtney. I call him God, brother. When he said two to five friends, he was talking about me. I am like both, like I'm probably like four to friends he's talking about. Okay. Um, but I love you guys. Check out Courtney's podcast. The link will be in my bio. Also, be sure to shop iGlory. She just released her first self-published book entitled Sincerely Glory. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are looking for a book to inspire you, to encourage you, to remind you that you are not the mistakes that you have made in the past, this is a book for you. Glory talks about her relationships with friends, guys, her mother, father, and everything in between. There is nothing that anyone can say about you that you've been through that will dictate who you are today. Glory wants to share that journey with you. She has poured her heart and soul into this public um, display of love and self-worth. And I 100% support it. I put my name behind it. I love it. The link will be in the bio. You can connect with Glory. It is amazing. I love you guys so much. Buy the book. Subscribe to Courtney's um, podcast. And as always, be epic, y'all. Peace out. I'ma spend quality time, cute face, haircut, like the Halley design. Keep my dad laced up with fly kid and makeup, but you should see her when she wake up. Never could we break up. Shop till you drop, cause the cream don't stop. Buy your bunch of outfits to sexy and hot, so she can look good for heavy. 